and we are back the run duo i am tommy mitchell hey what's up guys and i'm india cook and this is episode 73 73 yes. there we go literally india told me that two seconds ago and i forgot just that literally quick just old forgot it that age quick. is a real thing people <laughs> Don't think it's not. Oh, hey, I need to get. Don't they have some kind of pill that old people take to keep their mind straight? I need to start doing Sudoku, something. I got to keep my mind live. I was about to say, there's some like games and board games and uh, uh, puzzles <laughs> that you can do to help uh, fire off. Help with that, because I can't yeah. do it. I'm going to turn around one day. I'm like, who is that? Who India? Is that an India? Yes. Hey, so baby. Cool. But you know what's crazy is that I literally sometimes I will go somewhere to another room. And I'm like, what did I come here for? So <laughs> it's not just age. You know what I call it? I just say that it's literally, I have too many files in my brain open. <laughs> like a computer, right? Your brain yeah, is like, like okay, I need when to... you have too many files open, you're thinking about too many things. It's like, you got to close them out. Close yeah, I need to click off out. these windows. I got too many windows open. Got too many I, hear open. I hear you. I hear you. India, how you doing? Running. I'm good. I'm good. 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 Let me say this. It's kicking up cold here in Atlanta. And I know for some of our up north runners and things like that, it's not as cold as other places because we're not getting snow. It's still cold. But I'm having to adjust because, you know, every year. It's been I'm cold. Like, you, are you running in the mornings? I'm running. I have been swapping it out. So most okay. of the time it's in the evenings, though, because I just, the morning time, getting out the bed with the heat on, like it's. Yes, yeah, struggle. It's hard, hard, hard. I give props to everyone during the winter time that get up in the run in the morning, but um, I'm trying to transition back to that. But anyway, yeah. So it's been cold out here, though. So yeah, definitely. But before we get too far into this, we let's um, because this will come out on Thursday, um, two days before we have our live taping of a run do podcast um at the finishers party for the West Side Ten. Um, for One Social Atlanta, um, uh, even if you didn't sign up for that day, if you've signed up for the virtual 10-miler that's put on by Run Social, you know, Tess, um, even if you didn't sign up for the 12th, you can still come out on the 12th and hang out. The, yeah. the place will still be open, so you can still come out, hear the live taping, but you just can't, you just can't get your free beer except on the day that you actually signed up for. I hope we can. I mean, Tess might get mad. She's like, Tommy, you don't have too many people in there. <laughs> Whatever. Come out. Listen up. Listen up. I might actually go out on Friday because they're having trivia night. Oh, nice. on, on Friday, and I really I love trivia night. That's always fun. If I can break away from the kiddos, I, I might do that. Gotcha. Yes, but y'all definitely come out. We'll be doing the live podcast, of course, socially distancing. Everything that needs to be done done in regards to that. But we definitely will be talking about the crossover between running and beer. Exactly. And I love to run, and I love me some beer. They yes. they work together because you drink, <laughs> and then you run to lose the weight. From the drinking, depending on is what that, you're drinking. Is that how it does? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I've always said. But okay. you know what? There's nothing better than a cold beer after um, a race. I love it after a race. I'm not, you know, a lot on a regular training day, maybe not. But mm -hmm. after a race, cold beer, I don't know what it is. Especially a marathon. Oh, my God. It tastes so, so good. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to talk about all that. I'm ready to talk about all ready. that. We're going to save that for Saturday. So, yes, come on out because y'all yes. see Tommy is super hype about <laughs> talking about beer and running. So, y'all want to continue to hear his hypeness. Definitely come on out Saturday. Yes. 
Um, and then hopefully we'll be able to also record what we're doing. So definitely. Exactly, exactly. Now, another one I want to do, I mean, up top. I mean, I know we got a few things we got lined up to talk about today. Yes. This is going to be a great episode, guys. You got you, you listen to the whole thing. But <laughs> um, we got a few things lined up. But Alphine, yes. our, our women's marathon trials champion is, what's she, eight months? Yes, she's eight months. So she's due on January 21st. She's having her first child, baby Zoe. Baby so, Zoe, yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Tim. And you know what's so funny? I'm thinking back to when I did my interview with her, she was expecting and I didn't even know it. So she, oh, yeah. she did that sly. She, she and you know what? She posted a picture with her peach tree shirt. She didn't have it on. She just Placed it up on her. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" (laughs) I knew that something's something's off here, but you didn't see. You know, you didn't see it in her face or you know anything like that. So, congratulations! I am so happy for you. You get to feel the triumphs of of childbirth and all the the great things that go along with having a baby to a toddler to just this thing that cries, you know, constantly in the middle of the night. So. Uh, yes. yes, indeedy. I'm looking forward to a four. You know what's so funny is that, and I mean, you mentioned how she held it off quietly. I feel like that that was purposeful. And oh I think no, I, I, I yes, I know exactly why I'm she happy did it. That she took this long to do it because you know what's so funny is that she has been like the talk this week on social media on you know on Facebook on Instagram everywhere she has been the talk and of course more congratulations than negatives um but there has been some people that are like all up in her stomach trying to tell her what she need to do and what she don't need to do and the concerns of her being ready for the Olympics next year in 2021 and so of course when Alphine posted the announcement she PS'd it at the end and basically was saying this was timed. We have six months to get ready for the Olympics. We'll be fine in so many words. And yeah. I just think that it's, you know, I think her being quiet about it limited her stress from outside yeah. people. I'm because, you, you know, that. when you become, when you become like an Olympian or you get to that point of where you're, you know, people have their opinions on your life. Mm-hmm. And well, hell, you can be you can be nobody, or you can be someone on a low as a totem pole like myself, and people still have opinions on your life. But that's neither story, neither here nor there. But someone like her that has a really good life going, and she's like she's well known, like clearly. Yeah. So as soon as you post something like that, you're not all you're not going to get all positive. And so I feel like it's it was great and it was healthy, a good choice for her to wait as long as possible so that she can actually learn and enjoy the pregnancy without the social media and extra people that don't even really know her like that. Yeah. Enforcing their com their comments. Now I know there a lot of the conversation has been because there has been other Olympians and other ladies that are big in the track world that returned back to running what some people may feel prematurely and it was done in a very unhealthy way because they had to, right? Yeah. Or because they thought that they were going to lose their um their sponsorship from their the companies that they work with but you know what's different with Alphine she's working with Hoka One One like elite and I just feel like 
they are a good company. They're going to train her well to get her back to where she needs to be for the Olympics. And I feel like it's just going to be in a good, healthy way. And at the end of the day, it's not for us to judge. We need to be excited that a baby is being welcomed in this world. And it's with an amazing individual and amazing mother and father. So I'm just really excited about it. And people should get out of her stomach, get out of her extra stuff. That's her life. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you on that. I Well, yeah. when, because actually Heather told me, Heather was like, uh, Alphine is pregnant. And I was like, really? How? You know, and then she was like, well, she's eight months pregnant. I was like, right. soon as she said that, I said, yeah, I understand exactly what she did, which yeah. I applaud her because so she'd have to deal with all that. And Alphine is actually, she seems to like social media. So I knew it was hard for her not to, because she probably did want to share it with people that she knew would give her encouragement and be yes. happy for her. So yes. I'm, I'm sure it was not easy. Um, even as a father, even if I'm not carrying the baby, even when, you know, right before we announced that Trey was coming, I want to tell every, you know, you want to tell yeah, everybody. You want to say it. Yeah, yeah, you want to say it. So I sure it wasn't easy, but I understood exactly why she did it. Yeah. Um, but if I that, just, you if know. that was her why. We don't know if that was her uh, why. Just yeah. from outside looking in, that was probably her why. And probably, in not probably, it was a very healthy decision yes. for her mentally and physically to not, you know, endorse some of the negativity. And I'm pretty sure she's getting more positivity than negativity. But, you know, there has been talks in a couple of groups that I'm in and not just negative, negative, but just looking through the comments that you can mm -hmm. see people, you know, being. Well, and I think basically also, because we talked about this a little bit before, you know, we started talking the podcast. You know, this having a kid, and as far as I can know, this is her first child. Um, yeah. Having a child is not, it's a big event. It's, it's a huge, life-changing thing. And, you know, she's put her life on hold for the Olympics for a long time. Right. And she was probably like, you know what? And honestly, you know what? She might have planned it already like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she thought the Olympics would take place, and then she was planning, you know, maybe she had she planned it like that lead. already. She mentioned that she did that. She did announce that, that uh -huh. she, they had actually planned for it to happen earlier this year, like after the Olympics would have taken place this year. Yeah. But it didn't happen like that because the Olympics didn't happen. So basically yeah. they just, they just went on with their plan and said, we're going to do whatever we can and we're going to, you know, be ready for next year. But then, but then again, Tommy, you even mentioned when we were talking about this, who knows if the Olympics is even going to take place next year. So exactly. I mean, the way things are going right now. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, when a woman or a family, a couple, whatever it is, is ready to extend a family and ready to do something better or something more, I shouldn't say better, something more in their personal life, they should be able to do it. And it shouldn't be their career that's holding them back from being able to do that, regardless on if you're a secretary, a doctor, uh, you know what I'm saying, an athlete, whatever it is, like, I feel like motherhood, marriage, whatever, it should not be held back by your career. We all know that you may have to halt it sometimes, but I mean, when you're ready, you're ready. And obviously as a couple, her and Tim were ready to do, to take that step. And yeah, I'm just so, so excited for them. Congratulations to both of them. Congratulations, Alfie and Tim. Really happy for you guys. <laughs> A good way with keeping it hidden. I was like, she was pregnant during the race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna come over and say she already had told me. I, I was just like, oh, I was like, oh, she, idiot told idiot me. <laughs> she already told her. She already told her. No, I wish that was in me. October. Wish, listen, I wish me and Alfie were homegirls like that. <laughs> we, can, we can talk, and she could tell me that. <laughs> Seems like some of her Hoka friend, her Hoka family knew, and of course, that's probably. I mean, she's yeah, been yeah. 
Exactly. Well, speaking of Olympics, while we're on the, the topic of Olympics, mm-hmm. so this news came down today. This is Tuesday. You're going to hear this on Thursday. <sighs> India. What, what is the weirdest sport you think there is in the Olympics right now? What is the weirdest thing that you think is there right now? I don't know because I don't think I don't have I don't have a full list. Um, Synchronized swimming? I don't know. I, like I used to think that was swimming. weird, but it's kind of it's kind of regular now. Yeah, it's artsy. Yeah, that's I think of that, and then there's another gymnastics thing where they have the ribbon. That's yeah, another one I'm always like, yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, definitely, just just de- definitely different than what yeah. you think. like when you think about the Olympics, you think about track, you think about like gymnastics, you think about diving, you think about swim swimming, but those are like the the regulars that yeah. are on the list. Well, guys and gals, if you were back in the '90s or '80s, however old you were, you used to throw down the cardboard <laughs> and do your back spins and your head spins, you. Two can be an Olympian because in oh. two, 2024, they're going to debut breakdancing in the Olympics. Mommy, what? Like, <laughs> how are they even going to judge that? So, this is how I envision breakdancing in the Olympics. So, you know how when I think about breakdancing, I think about y'all spinning on your head. I've never done breakdance before, but I think about people spinning on their head. So, maybe you have to like say that you're going to do a certain amount of turns, or you have to stop at a certain angle. Like, is that how they're going to judge it? Well, see, that's why, because, okay, so breakdancing to me is more of an art form than a sport. Now, don't get me wrong, you have to be in really good shape to breakdance. You have to, you know, have good lungs. You got to have, you got to be strong. Be able to support. Yeah. yeah, you have to be in good shape. So I'm not saying it's not physically demanding enough to be a sport, but mm-hmm. the act of breakdancing is more of a, an art form. And I just don't understand how you're going to judge it. I mean, I'm assuming they're going to get, you know, people who are familiar with the art. Yeah. To be the judges and kind of figure this whole thing out. To be some more parameters. I would love to see what that's gonna look like. What is the what are the parameters gonna look like? Yeah, it's gonna be really, really weird. But the first thing I thought was, wow, this is gonna open up the Olympics to a lot, lot of people. I wanna see the first US all breakdancing team. I'm go- if they like? have a US Olympic trials for breakdancing, I'm going. Cause I've got to see that. <laughs> What is it going to look like? What's the population going to look like? That's, that is going to be very interesting. That is going to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to be, they'll uh, probably have so team and solo. Right. So for obviously for it to be a champion, for it to be an Olympics, there's obviously already championships or something for it. Right well, from, from the article I read that, you know, because, yeah, you do have to have so many people throughout the world right. um, playing it already for it to be put into the Olympics. So... Mm-hmm. That was the thing. The only thing is, okay, so like with breakdancing, like the thing that gets you going is when somebody comes up with a new move or they make an, an old move look new. That's kind of what gets people going, oh man, that's, oh, look at him go, you know, kind of thing. So more like a challenge type thing amongst each other. I, I, that's the only thing I can figure. Now, I'm, I'm not a breakdancer. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I did my little two-step back in the day, but I've, I've never been a breakdancer. So, but I have observed many uh break dancers in my day and the challenges and the, you know all that kind of stuff but i just don't see because even when you do challenges in his people it's hard to tell who won 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Unless somebody just just ultimately just awful at it. Yeah, and it just depends on. So that yeah, that would be very interesting to see what that would look like. And I'm pretty sure it may be different than our street breakdancing. I'm thinking it's probably going to be pretty different. But see, if it's different, then it's not breakdancing. You right. I mean, how different can it be? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting but, to see how they pull that off and how they pull it together, because clearly um, that would be something that I would like to watch, especially if it's good. Or maybe it's like routine based, because usually like gymnastics, they know what they're supposed to hit for yeah. a routine. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't hit the routine, then they deduct. So I'm, I'm thinking that breakdancing will be the same thing. Like they have a routine that they're supposed to hit. And if they don't hit it a certain way, then maybe that's how they judge. I don't know. That should be interesting though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I, like I said, I'm very interested to see the first U.S. breakdancing USA. That might be, you know, first time brothers might be saying USA in a while, you know, cheering. Right. But you know what? It probably won't even be brothers. It's, it, I mean, once, once something goes mainstream, somehow we lose it. So who knows who it's going to be? No, um, that could be our thing. Be our thing. We'll you see. Never know. We will see. Now, um, the World Athletic, um, well, the World Athletes of the Year were announced. This is track and field. And so this year's um, winners were um, a Venezuelan triple jumper for female. Her name is Yalmar Rojas. And for the men, it was Mondo Duplantis. Duplantis. He is a pole vaulter from uh, Sweden. So they are the World Athletes of the Year. I was, I was a little surprised because I thought it would be somebody that broke a record. But apparently the pole vaulter did break the pole vault record um, twice this year. So, you know, I'm not saying they didn't deserve it. I was just surprised with so many world records being broken this year that somebody from, you know, the 10,000-meter, 10, 5,000-meter 10, runners might not have gotten it this year. Right, yeah. I mean, I think that it's interesting, like, how they choose those things, but I think it's also great that people outside of running events are getting something. Like, I think that those sports are not highly publicized and are not yeah. highly, like, they don't get a lot of media excitement so i think for people that are doing non-running um running like traditional running on the track or you mm-hmm. know distance running are getting some recognition you know it's crazy though like at an actual track meet like when you go to a track meet mm-hmm. um that has track and field a lot of times i see nowadays a lot of them like a lot of high schools don't even have pole vaulting anymore but um like the the field guys like the the long jumpers at least when I was running track, the long jumpers and the pole vaulters, they got big crowds. Like you hear, you know, everybody's out there clapping, you know, before they go. So it was pretty popular, but you're, but I guess because of television, you don't see it as much because they don't concentrate on it. Right. They have to concentrate on it. But then the other piece of it, like you do still see the clap. And I know when I was in high school, they weren't, they weren't the hype people. Like they weren't something that we paid attention to. But I think when it comes to television, majority of the time they're going at the same time a good running event is going on so they're yeah. of course going to publicize the more popular event which would be you know a, tra- a track event so and you know unless it's somebody that's about to try a world record that's the only exactly. time you really yeah, yeah. you really see and they'll, it on they'll cut over to it for during but yeah. you know something's not going on on the track big but yeah, yeah. so g- kudos to them i think that that's awesome that they're getting that recognition i i think you know we we got to step outside of our norm of you know forgetting some of the some of the populations that we tend to 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 yeah. overlook. And trust me, pole vaulting, I tried. I couldn't get it. I wanted to run the uh uh decathlon. 
and you had to know how to pole vault, and I just, <laughs> I just couldn't get it. Yeah, they tried to get me to do long jump, but uh-huh. so I had the fear of jumping up in the air and coming down, like it's just something about like hitting that, hitting that stand the wrong way or hitting something the wrong way. They just look like they're gonna hurt themselves every single time they do it. And I know they're major- they know how to do what they're doing, but I, every time I'm like. Ah, like I, I feel like that about the triple jump. The triple jump, yeah, I couldn't get. I did the I because actually yeah. long jumping. Because I grew up during the Carl Lewis days, oh, so wow. everybody wanted to to long jump. So yeah. that's what kind of actually got me to start going and trying out for track because I wanted to long jump. Um, and then they put me in other stuff. But uh, yeah, the triple jump, I never could figure that out either. I was like, yeah, that's that's too much hopping and skipping. Yeah, I just try to do anything. And that's why when I ran the hurdles, I did the 300 hurdles. That was very short-lived because I was like, I, me eating up my knees. I was stutter stepping. I was just doing everything you weren't supposed to be doing <laughs> doing hurdles. Like I would do it for a little while, but it just was not. It was Yeah, hard. my coach, because I wasn't quite fast enough at the 400 to, to really compete for states. So right. he said, well, let's see, let's try you with the 400 hurdles. I was like, coach, you think putting things in front of me is going to help? <laughs> Trust I'm me, that, that ain't it. <laughs> That's not hidden. Yep. Yep. Hurdles was a beast, but we didn't, they didn't have many people when I was in high school doing it. So they stuck me because I was doing open four and four by four. They was like, let's do the hurdles for you. I'm like, Lord. Well, that's what they say. If you fast in high school, they say if you're fast, but you're not quite as fast as maybe the top people, if they switch you to the hurdles, they think you might be able to compete with the top hurdlers. But I was like, yeah, I'm, I I don't think that's going to make me any, any, any better coach. But those are the, the world athletes of the year. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations, everyone. It's just some, you know, I just, I'm just glad that a lot of this stuff is still continuing to go on and there are some good things that are coming out of 2020. Yeah, but you know what's the best thing about 2020? What? It's almost over. (laughs) It is almost over. We are not. It is almost done. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, have mercy. We are almost done. And, And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I honestly don't think 2021 is going to be much different than 2020. That's just my opinion, at least the first half. Um, but I yeah. think that, that, you know, you're kind of settling in. I think this year was a, a, bun- a year of just slapping you in the face with all these different changes. At least in 2021, I think we'll be a little bit more prepared. <laughs> I, uh, I guess we'll be more prepared, but it's still just so much stuff, you know, just, yes. just going. I mean, between COVID well, they got the vaccine, but, you know, people scared to take the vaccine, which, you know, hey, we got a background on that. So I understand why some people are like that. Yeah. Um, then, But then we got, you know, Trump don't want to leave the White House. I mean, it's just <laughs> yes. craziness. I mean, you, do you sometimes watch the news and, and just be like, is this is this the news? Am I watching SNL? What am I watching? Because it's just amazing. Watch- that's huh? why I don't watch the news. What you just said is the reason why I don't watch the news. So between it being what I call shit show or just like ridiculous, between that or just being too much negativity, I can't sit and watch the news. I don't see how people do it. Like it just messes. I feel like my brain yeah. cells are frying whenever I sit and watch the news. Like Heather watches the news every day. I I'm in there with Trey, so I'll hear it. But yeah, as soon as I'm done, I leave because I'm like, yeah, I don't need to hear this craziness. Yes. I got enough stress at work. I don't know, yes. need to hear this craziness. Yeah. On the election, that's all I needed to know. We good. Exactly. Let's, let's exactly. keep it moving. But yeah, I yeah. All the extra stuff. And a lot of times, Braxton's like, you know, well, you need to know what's going on. I'm like, I do. And he's like, you get your news from the shade room. And I'm like, hush, <laughs> which is a social media. <laughs> 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 I be knowing about stuff. I be knowing. <laughs> I 
way. Yeah, I mean, like she's and she's right. I miss a lot of stuff, but I'll catch up. I'm good. I know, but I do miss a lot of stuff that I don't hear. But I actually like to. I'm I'm from the time period when we used to read newspapers, and actually yeah. newspapers were journalists. I mean, you very you you, and I know we're getting off on a tangent, but you very rarely see journalists anymore. You see a lot of gotcha stuff nowadays on all sides, right, left, middle, whatever. It's a lot of gotcha stuff. But I'm from. You get up in the morning, you pick up the paper, um. And, you know, when I went to school in D.C., reading the Washington Post, real journalism where you got the real story. It wasn't just like a sound bite. It's right. kind of what you get nowadays. So that's why I don't enjoy the news um, nowadays, because I feel like that's all we get. We get part of the story. Yeah, so, we don't get the full story. Yeah, we don't get the full story. So I like to go back and try to find some articles on anything that I see and try to get more about the story. Um, yeah, so I at least can sound educated when I'm cussing people out. <laughs> for sure for sure well with uh 2020 ending we have one more holiday so christmas is coming up what's on your christmas list any good running good stuff on your christmas list christmas list no um i got a kid you don't it my life my my presence don't matter anymore but <laughs> <laughs> if i could get something for running i, I always go to a new watch that's always fun okay. um but even though there's no watches that really excite me out there right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's, there's none out there that I'm like, oh, I got to have this. Um, I think, you know, the Peloton, that's a that's a great, great Christmas gift. That's fitness. It's not running, but it's fitness. That's a great, great Christmas gift. Um, the mirror. I would actually I like that. I think I would want one of those. Okay. If it wasn't twenty five hundred dollars, I would so want you would one. get a Peloton treadmill or a Peloton bike. I would go with the bike because I don't care what it's called. I don't like treadmills. Gotcha. You know, yeah. I, 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 even though I think I might, I, I went back and forth because I was like, would I use a treadmill more? But I said no. Even in cold weather, I would rather be outside. Yeah. Than inside, because if I'm gonna be inside, I'd rather be on the Peloton bike. Right. You know, doing something different. You know what I'm saying? It's doing something different. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But those, that's about it this year. Um, oh, um, you know, if I was marathon training, I would want those boots, the right. compression. Yeah, you know, so that's those, always a good one. Yeah, so those massage boots have been on my list for forever. But, um, you, I mean, there's are definitely several options out of there of, like, what do we call, like, knockoffs, like, not the Nordic track that, spent, that are thousands of dollars, but, yeah. you know, just some other ones. I recently got, it used to be on my list of one of those massage guns. I recently got one of those. You got Oh, the boom, 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 boom. Yes, the massage yeah. guns. Oh, my goodness. Like, good five, ten minutes with that thing, and you feel amazing. Like, it feels so good. It's one of those, like, hurt so good feelings, and mm -hmm. you can work it out. So I recently got one of those, but I think that those are a good, uh, a really good uh, gift. And it also is something that, like they now have them at like TJ Maxx and Tar like yeah. TJ Maxx and stuff in the sales section. So they're not, of course, the first ones that came out, they were like $500. And now they have like knockoff ones that are not that expensive. And then they have ones that you can get out of TJ Maxx. And of course, settings and all that stuff may be different. But listen, it's doing the same thing. Well, uh, I saw they have the small one. Like it's it's like a triangular little hand. It just perfectly forms to your hand and okay. has that. I've, I yeah. thought about buying that one just to have. Yeah. I think it's definitely worth it. And I think it's a good in-between if you can't get the boots right now, right? Like it's just, mm -hmm. you know, it worked out, work out those little kinks. And then I think people should not sleep on like, and I know COVID right now, people are probably maybe not getting massages, but like 
having your uh, your runner or a runner have like a unlimited spa de- spa treatments or sports massages mm-hmm. i think that's amazing i think we as runners need to do more of massages and getting deep tissue massages especially if we're like doing a lot of marathon training and like a lot of hard work and, sh- and strength training i think it's really really needed and i think that that's a gift that's slept upon like people don't do that and i'm like give me nine months worth of massages already paid for like i would love that i think i gave somebody a massage envy thing once yeah i think i've done that before i think that that's uh under 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 like what's underrated or like missed gift of course we always go to like socks and hats and you know those type things but like i think we can step outside the box a little bit so those type things and go for the things that are expensive on people's lists, like register for register them for a race. Of course, we know races aren't like a lot right now, but register them for a race. For the ladies, get them expensive sports bras that we know we hate to buy because they just expensive as crap. Yeah. Because, you know, the socks and stuff, those come, listen, we can pick up a little $14 pair of socks. Well, I mean, I would say, you know, because it's incredible because I, most of my run shorts are black. Well, I shoot all of them are black. Um, I want, I, every couple of months, I go looking for a different color. Like, I want some red ones, some orange ones. Dude, you want anything other than black, you about to pay some grip. It's, yeah. they're, they're not cheap. I mean, because the, yeah. the discount companies don't make other colors. They only yeah. make, you know, the black ones. Yeah. So, that's a that's a good one. Like, you know, set somebody up in a kit. Mm-hmm. In a nice running kit. So, even though maybe you're not in a race or you're doing a virtual race, you feel like you're in a race because you got your nice yeah. little running kit on. Yeah, and especially in... And I think that we also have to not, we have to think about what we would spend our most money on. Like for me during the wintertime, I have this Nike jacket. That's my run Nike jacket. Like when it's 30 degrees outside or so, I wear that with my long sleeve underneath and I'm usually warm, Mm -hmm. but I've had it for several years. And when I tell y'all that is my go-to jacket, I don't remember where I got it, but it's Nike. I want to say it was probably a a good $200, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things where those are staples in your closet that you gotta have like that you know you just have to have so for me it's those it's your your hyper warm tights and those things like during this season right now where you can't just go outside with a regular pair of tights on like you need a warm pair of tights on or you know since something your wool socks like you you need those things that are specific to to running you need headlamps like stuff like that that i think a lot of people don't think about that are necessities or even gear that's reflective um but just a little hint y'all don't sleep on walmart walmart got some good stuff right now that is warm weather as well as reflective and it's not nike prices so go check oh, it out okay. i wore i ran the other night and it was 35 degrees and i had my whole outfit from walmart and well my hat wasn't from walmart but my shirt and my tights was from walmart and they were reflective i was good under 50 dollars I'm mad at Walmart right now. I ordered something. They told me it'll be here this week. Then they sent me something. Oh, it'll be here on the 16th. I was going to say, weeks from now, I don't order nothing from Walmart, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I ordered I ordered Trey's gifts from Walmart, and they come in like this, but I ordered myself something, and they like, oh, yeah, we, we ain't got that right now. But we don't we care about you right now. We going to get that to you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, also a good one that is a that everybody does is, you know, metal racks, but if you have a runner in your life and you go to their house and their metals are just strewn all over the place, yeah. get them a metal rack. Now, gentlemen, if you are getting a woman a metal rack, be a dude that know how to put it on the wall. 
Because right. if not, it's just going to sit in the corner right. with the metals. So, <laughs> yeah, putting metal racks off, it ain't easy. Each time that I put up my metal racks, I had somebody help me. Well, ain't nothing wrong with that because, trust me, it's not because even sometimes, because I've put up metal racks before as well as you, you've seen my little den. I put up, you know, other things. Right. The instructions that come with it sometimes are janky and you just got to kind of figure another way out to get it on your wall. So janky. And you got to figure out if you have studs or beans behind your wall, where you trying to put it? Can you put it in? You got to put the reinforcers in there so the holes don't fall out. Listen, <laughs> I don't know how to do none of that. Every time I put up a metal rack, it was a struggle and I needed help. And I probably had to borrow an electric screwdriver. See, that's why. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's a good one. Like I said, if you go over your friend, your running friend's house and their medals are everywhere, that's a great gift to give them. Something, because you can tell it's something they haven't, they're not buying for themselves. Right, right. Yep, definitely. Definitely check them out. Check them out and just see what they're, what they, what they missing, what they don't have. Different little foam rollers, like foot rollers. Stuff that's outside of the norm that people probably it would probably make their running life easier that you probably don't re- that we don't realize that is needed to mm-hmm. stock up on uh, chafing creams for the ladies like listen chafing creams is something that's a good stocking stuffer that we all need so gels gels not right now because it's colder but as it warms up you know get them some gels they can use as I mean, it as it warms I, up I still use gels during the winter time if I'm running long distance yeah so. yeah. Yeah, just so in the gels, summer, you need gels on anything over yeah, eight miles, you know. Exactly. You start, yeah, so gels to stock up on, yeah, it's those type things your your protein bars, things like that. So, so yeah, yeah, make a little gift runner gift basket. Yes, yes, do something. I, did, I decided not to do uh, some people were asking me about doing like a runner gift guide on my YouTube page, and I'm like, listen, everybody are doing those. I'm trying to do stuff that not everybody is doing, so everybody's mm-hmm. doing those. I think we know. We know what people need and what they want. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yes, the the holidays are upon us: Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, all of that. Yes. So, how are you staying before we close out? How are you staying motivated during this winter time? Because, like I said last night, it was it was thirty five when I was out running. How are well, you staying motivated? Let me. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a little. I'm gonna tell you a little story. Sit back and listen to Uncle Tommy. Okay. So, um, back in the day when I, I mean, I, I've been running for years. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie, when November hit, it's a wrap. That was my season. I'm done. I'll come back strong, getting ready for Peachtree. That used to be my kind of running cycle. Right. And then after running the Peachtree a few times, um, I, I was like, I want to be. I want to run this faster. I want to run. I want to get to the point where I'm running this sub fifty. I want to get you know some lower. You know, you know. I started getting goals. Because before I was just running really just to stay in shape along with lifting weights. But then I started getting some running goals. And the thing that pushed me from being just an average runner to the point where I was able to set goals, complete goals, got, you know, marathon stuff like that was one year I decided, okay, I think it was November hit and Dick Sporting Goods was having a sale on Reebok thermal tights. I said, I'm going to go buy me three pair. And it changed my life. Yeah. Because, because of course, I wasn't equipped. I wasn't equipped to run in the cold. So I, you couldn't motivate me to do nothing. I didn't have it. So I went and bought the correct equipment. And I tell people this all the time. Go buy it. Even though you're not, yeah. go buy the equipment. That way, when you do get up at um, in the morning when it's 30 degrees, you're like, oh, I'm good. 
So, yeah, so what people don't realize is that, of course, motivation for the wintertime is difficult because it's dark outside majority of the time when you're out there. When you wake up in the morning, it's dark. When you go to work, it's dark. When you get off work, it's dark, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But then it's super cold outside. But if you have, for me, if you have new gear, you are, I'm more amped to run. But if you also are equipped to, def- to be, to combat the, the cold, then you good. Like for me, the other night when it was 35, I had a pair of tights on. I had a long sleeve, I had, and I had basically had on two long sleeve shirts. Now my outer layer was the one that was a little bit thicker, but I didn't have on a lot. I had on a little scully thing. I had on a, a, a gator and my gloves, right? So I had on those things, my extremities were taken care of and I was good. Like by the time I got to half a mile, I was sweating. So at the end of the day, like once your body warms up, because yeah. body warms up 20 degrees, like usually about 20 degrees, your body warms up. So technically, if it is 30 degrees outside, by the time your body warms up, you're going to feel like it's going to feel like it's 50. Yeah. So you're not going to be super, super, super cold. So I was sweating by half a mile. And I think about that. I try to think about that, too. Like by the time I get a half a mile in, I will at least be warmed up and I'm not going to feel this coldness. Um, but that's what motivates me as well as listen between gear. And then I sign up for spring races. <laughs> so I know that I can't fall off from my stuff because I'm like, you don't want to come out the, the gate in the spring struggling because you yeah. know you're behind all winter. Yeah. Well, this year, actually, I have, I'm not running as much. Well, because when I run, I usually will run like four times, five times a week when I'm really, you know, into it. I've cut down on my running, but I'm in the gym. Okay. So I'm kind of balancing them. So I'm using this winter time to get some more gym work in. Because as you get older, the gym becomes more and more important. Your your um fat to muscle balance, that kind of thing. Yeah, it really right. makes a difference. And I mean, just a short time I've been in the gym, I can just tell the difference in my running already. Like I, I run more upright. I, I don't feel because, you know, I'm working my core, I'm working my back. Um, these, you know, everybody just thinks legs, but there's so many other muscles that you're using when you're running. So that's also motivated me a lot as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I think that those things are super important. And we have to understand that, you know, everybody is motivated differently. Of course, you can have the little tricks and hacks that I put on my YouTube page, but you have to figure out what works best for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's one of those things that what works best for you. And I don't want people to even think that if you don't run through the wintertime, you're not still a runner. That's not true. Everybody has their seasons. There's people that do it throughout the entire year. Like I usually don't stop. Like that's something that I try to keep up. Now I do sometimes run less during the wintertime, but it also depends on if I have spring races or what my spring races look like. Um, But I always think wintertime is the time to build on, on your weaknesses, right? So doing your strength training, like you, your core workouts, you know, doing, whatever it is that you can do to kind of build the strength and maybe shed some extra pounds, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. It's that time to hibernate and focus. So during the springtime, you come at the get, come out the gate ready. Exactly. Before we go though. Yeah. I missed your, did you, did um, your YouTube? I was busy today, so I didn't get to see it. What, what, what was YouTube about today? It was about that winter motivation. So okay. Did, okay. Yeah, so YouTube today was about tips for um, winter like or hacks. I did tips and I did some hacks on how to stay motivated during the winter time. So a couple of them was basically what we mentioned, ensuring that you're having the right gear, um, ensuring that I sign up for races, put races on the schedule, um, making sure that you plan your day out. So if that's like putting your clothes out at night, you know, for a morning workout, whatever that is, so you can make sure that you, that you are ready. 
putting that alarm clock across the room or setting your heater up in your room so that you can just turn the remote control if you got a little heater that you can turn the air the heat up a little bit before you have to get up like all of those random things that you kind of have to trick your mind into getting yourself ready and of course sleeping in on the for the weekends the good thing about um summertime versus wintertime running is on the weekends you can sleep in until it get a little warmer outside you get a little bit more rest whereas during the summertime we always are getting up super super early to try to beat the heat so you kind of do the opposite you know during the winter time so exactly yeah. I, I exactly and trust me people if you've ever run in the wrong gear you've been out and you felt that cold i can see how that would make you not want to go out and run again but trust me the first yeah, time you run when you're actually prepared you're like yeah. oh okay it's not that bad yeah, exactly. It's also it's just like when people go from here. cotton to wick wear, you know, it's just right. night and day difference. You know, when you, you get the right gear, all of a sudden everything, just like you were talking about when y'all you did the YouTube on the shoes, yeah. going from the wrong shoes to the right shoes can make all the difference. It makes all the you difference. you enjoy your run. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. But everybody do what you can to get out there. Go to discount stores to get some of the stuff. Marshall's TJ Maxx, they be having Nike uh, glo gloves and stuff, like if you're into name brand, but um, they definitely have name brand stuff that's usually for the low. Go to your outlets to get stuff for the low and also do it off season. So when you're trying to get winter gear, you should be getting it at the end of the season. <coughs> when they start putting out spring gear, stock up on your winter gear. <laughs> Exactly. The following year. So when, so like February, I'm assuming around February when they start putting out spring gear, that's when they start marking down winter gear. Get winter gear now for 2021 winter. That's when it's a good time to buy your winter gear. If you're not exactly. trying to Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yes. So we're going to see everybody on the 12th. Everybody's in Atlanta. We're going to see you at the 12th at the live taping for yes. the West Side 10 Mile. So I hope to see people out there. We're going to have a good time. Jokes yes. on top of jokes on top of jokes. I mm -hmm. um, also wanted to holler out snacks. He's part of your little your run crew, um, India. He hit me up about something I said on the podcast. Um, he hit me up on my DM, so I wanted to holler at Snacks, guys. This guy Snacks, he does his own YouTube. He's doing a is is he doing a weight loss journey? Is that kind of what he's doing? He's doing a weight loss journey, but his YouTube is mostly about his cheat days, and I love it. <laughs> I'd be watching that like I'm gonna have to try that. He finds some good cheat days. He makes food look better than it should. Like if this is a weight loss journey, I feel like he just needs to do like his food chronicles. It shouldn't That's be about weight thing. loss. I'm like, dude, you no, you are missing your calling. Listen, because the weight loss piece is not. He ain't doing a weight loss piece in a healthy way. I ain't gonna hold you. Like he's not doing that in a healthy way, but that's none of my business. But the way that he is excited about the food that he eats, like the way that he like he talks about it is like mesmerizing <laughs> so that piece up he needs to call his channel something totally different and just it should be cheat day he needs to call it cheat day because it's all about cheat day but his name is snacks s-n-a-x is that what it is yeah. that how he spells it his name is snacks he's on instagram he has a youtube you got to check it out guys it's hilarious he's he's a funny guy he's fun loving you know and that's what i love about him because he's fun loving he enjoys himself I mean, there's a lot of people out here punishing themselves to get in shape. He's enjoying himself. If you're enjoying yourself and you, you stand healthy, and just because we're talking about for him cheat days, how many days is he on? He's on a, he's on a run um, thing where he's done how many days in a row? I think he's over 100, isn't he? He's almost at a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's almost at a year of running at least a mile every day. So don't get it twisted. He, he, he deserves those cheat days, <laughs> even though snacks is actually supposed to be a cheat meal. 
not a cheat day. But anyway. Four days. Yes. <laughs> add a day. Add an S to it. But he starved himself during the week. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, I wanted to holler at him because he hit me up uh, during the week. So holler at your snacks. Enjoy yourself, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have, we we gonna have to sit when when everything clears up. I have to have have a little lunch with you. I think we we really enjoy ourselves. <laughs> yes, for sure. So India, if they want to get in touch with you and watch your YouTube, how would they do that? Yes. Yeah, so my YouTube channel is Miles from India, um, and you can also hit me up on my website at www.milesfromindia.com, and it connects you to my YouTube. You can also contact me from there as well as my Instagram link. But if you want to hit me up on Instagram, it's I underscore of underscore indigo, which is E-N-D-I-G-O dot com. But my website has all the links to how you can contact me. And you can hit me up at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com, as well as uh, tmitch68 on Instagram. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all in two weeks if we don't see you on Saturday. Yes. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. All right. Peace.